0: Good morning again, church. Merry Christmas. My name is Timothy. I'm one of the pastors here, and my privilege to share briefly with you this morning. Before we dive into the text, I just have a question. Did anyone get any presents this morning? Anyone? Awesome. I see a few hands. Great. Cool stuff, I'm sure. I know for me, I got a really special gift this past summer. I got a gift for my birthday. I got some new golf clubs. Now that may not sound exciting to some of you, but for me this was very exciting. This is the first time in my life I was given brand new golf clubs instead of someone else's worn-out golf clubs. So I was pretty excited about that. But can you imagine, can you imagine if I had opened up my brand new golf clubs and I'd taken the plastic wrap off the club heads and held them tightly to my chest, and then thrown them in the attic to sit there for the rest of their lives. That would be silly, wouldn't it? It'd be silly to put those clubs in the attic. Why would it be silly? Well, because they were given to me for the purpose of enjoying. They were given to me to play with, not just to open and stuff in storage. They're worthless unless I put them to use. Last night, we talked about the outrage of the incarnation of Jesus coming to earth as a man, and we talked about how he did this so that this gospel gift would be available to all people. And so this morning, I just want to spend a little bit of time looking at how we, the recipients, are to open and enjoy this gift that Christ has purchased for us, how we are to put it to use, if you will. So how do we unwrap and enjoy this gift? I think we find some very important clues in the bookends of Scripture, in the beginning and end. Let's look first at Genesis 3, starting in verse 8. It says, And they, Adam and Eve, heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden, But the Lord called to the man and said, where are you? Now, I know I'm reading a little bit between the lines, but I think it's safe to say that what we see here is that it was God's design to dwell with his creation. It was normal for Adam and Eve to go on walks with God throughout the garden. So normal that God was alarmed when he couldn't find Adam and Eve for their afternoon walk. Now look with me at the other bookend, the book of Revelation. This is the vision that God gave to John of what the world would look like when Jesus comes back. Listen to chapter 21, starting in verse 3. It says, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. You see there's the promise of what is to come right so now when we look at the whole picture we see in Genesis God's glorious design God and man in intimate fellowship and then in Revelation we see humanity's certain destiny a restoration of that fellowship between God and man we see the design and the destiny but what about all this space in between That which is our present reality. The space that looks very different from both the design and the destiny. This space that's marked by broken relationship because of sin. And brothers and sisters, it is because of the harsh reality of that space that motivated the giving of the gift of Christmas. This is why Jesus came. This is why God gave us his son. What we will soon see is that by unwrapping and enjoying this gift of God's Son, we get a fresh reminder of both the design seen in Genesis as well as a foretaste of the destiny that is to come in Revelation. I want us to look this morning at one simple and yet magnificent verse, and I think it encompasses the essence of the glory of the gift rather than any other verse in all of Scripture. This is Ephesians 2. 18 some of you might even memorize it probably as we're here the Verse goes for through him talking about Jesus for through Jesus. We both have access in one spirit to the father Paul says through Jesus we both both meaning Jews and Gentiles Meaning the whole world all peoples So therefore more plainly stated Paul's message is through Jesus All peoples have access in the Holy Spirit to God the Father. That's the glory of the gift, right? Jesus comes as Emmanuel, God with us, for the purpose of ushering in Emmanuel. The glorious gift is access through Jesus for all people to God himself. What a gift. What a beautiful gift. Which begs the question, though, if this gift is so wonderful, how come we don't intuitively unwrap and enjoy it all the time? I think the reason that we often don't unwrap and enjoy this gift is because we get distracted by lesser gifts. Amen? My kids opened up some presents this morning, some presents that they've been waiting for for a really long time. And over the past few weeks, Society, media has been telling them that these presents are going to make them happy. That joy is found underneath the Christmas tree. But I keep telling my kids that they're being lied to. That there's nothing under that tree that will truly make them happy. And yet it's so easy to believe that lie, isn't it? That a new toy, or a new job, or a spouse, or a child or a healthy 401k, the AB honor roll, you name it, will make you happy. And so in our pursuit of these lesser gifts, we forget about the greatest gift of all. We lose sight of the glory of the Christmas gift. And so brothers and sisters, this Christmas morning, in light of this reality of the lure of the lesser gifts, I want to leave you with a simple yet often untried challenge. Very simple. Enjoy the gift. I want you to enjoy the gift this Christmas morning. Take advantage of the access that has been so graciously offered to you. You know something? If President Obama gave me his phone number, you know what I would do? I'd call him. I would call I don't know about Trump but if I had Obama's phone number I would call him like see if he wanted to hang out maybe play some golf shoot some hoops I would take advantage of this incredible gift that I've been given access to the president of the United States of America brothers and sisters you have been given the greatest gift of all access to the God of the universe So I invite you to unwrap and enjoy that gift. Commune with God through prayer. Meet Him in His Word. Join Him for dinner here at the Lord's Supper and spend some time laughing and carrying on with His family, the church. And all the while as we do this, we expectantly wait for the day when once again we can see Him face to face. Amen. Brothers and sisters, you have access. Don't waste it. Instead, today and every day, seek to enjoy this glorious gift to the fullest. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we give you thanks that you have given us access to you through Christ, that through the birth, the life, and death of your son Jesus, we now have access to you, the Father, And we can enjoy fellowship with you. God, I pray that we would enjoy and unwrap that precious gift today and every day. Let us not lose sight of the incredible and glorious gift that you have given to us. God, I pray that for myself and each person here. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.